Welcome to Unlocked with Jordi Karlinski. My name is Jordi Karlinski, and I'm a former professional athlete turned real estate agent based out of Aspen, Colorado. In this podcast, I interview business and real estate professionals, coaches across many industries, and other athletes to deliver educational and life-changing content. If you are someone who has a thirst for personal and business development, who seeks growth in all aspects of your life, and who wants to dive deeper into real-life current events as they relate to business and real estate, then this is the podcast for you. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number one of Unlocked with Jordi Karlinski, a podcast that delves into the world of mindset, discipline, and drive, entrepreneurship, local businesses, and all things real estate. I am your host, Jordi Karlinski. This podcast has been a passion project of mine for quite some time. My goal with the podcast is to bring to you insightful dialogue through conversations I have with business and real estate professionals, coaches across many industries, and other athletes to understand current events and what it takes to develop resilience, a growth mindset, and skills to unlock potential. What this podcast comes down to is that It is a culmination of my past experiences and redefining my identity that have led me to my current interests and where I'm at today. More on that in a bit. I have a thirst for personal and professional development, for understanding and developing the skills that it takes to have a growth mindset, for learning from setbacks and failures, supporting my local community, and for staying current on real-life need-to-knows, aka adulting. So how did I get here? It might be helpful for me to introduce myself and share my story. I was raised just outside of Aspen, Colorado in another small mountain town called Snowmass Village. I had learned to ski at the age of two in California, and when my parents moved my family to Colorado in 1995, I started snowboarding shortly thereafter at the age of seven. Along with my older sister and brother, I learned to snowboard through the local nonprofit, Aspen Valley Ski and Snowboard Club. I excelled quickly in snowboarding as a youngster and began to compete at the local level at the age of eight. I started winning regional and national contests a couple of years later, and that led me to start competing on the professional circuit as I was entering high school. Twice throughout my snowboarding career, I was a member of the U.S. snowboard team, once on the border cross team throughout high school, and once on the newly created slope style team that was founded in 2011. My goal was to make the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. For those of you who don't know what slope style is, it's a mixture of metal rails and jumps scattered throughout a course. Throughout my career, I competed and podiumed on the largest international stages like X Games, World Cups, Grand Prix, Burton Opens, and the Gravity Games. To make it to the 2014 Winter Olympic Games for Slopestyle, this was the first year this discipline was in the Olympics, I had to beat out dozens of other U.S. women who were all competing for one of four Olympic team spots, and I thought I was in a position to do just that. In 2011, I earned my way onto the newly formed, very intimate U.S. Slopestyle team through hard work, discipline, focus, goal setting, and competition results. Physically, I knew I was ready. I practiced my tricks and skills over and over again. 
I visualized myself day in and day out. I practiced in challenging conditions and I practiced when I didn't want to practice, all with the end goal of making it to the Olympics. Looking back, what I now realize is that the crucial piece of the puzzle I was missing back then was a super solid mental game. Because I had developed an extensive mental tool belt throughout my career and even worked with U.S. team sports psychologists that helped me overcome many negative thoughts, lack of motivation, and setbacks, I thought my mental game was strong, except for when it came time to perform under the most intense amount of pressure I have ever felt in my life on the very last U.S. Olympic qualifier. My body, as I speak right now, still remembers what that moment felt like. I was tied for the fourth spot on the U.S. Olympic team with one qualifying event to go in Mammoth Lakes, California. If you remember, there was only four spots available to go to the Olympics. In slope-style snowboarding, each athlete has two runs and the best score counts. The scores are based on a 100-point scale. In the last event, I landed my first run with a score of 87. My U.S. teammate, who was tied for that fourth Olympic spot with me, had scored an 89 on her first run. When those first run scores came through, I knew because I had an 87 and that she had an 89 that I needed to better her score of an 89 on my second run in order to make the Olympics. My second run was the very last chance I had to make the Olympics because as it stood, I was currently off the team, but I didn't give up on myself. I knew I still had one more run to go and I knew I could better her 89 because I had in qualifying events prior to this one. The time between when my first run ended and when I was supposed to drop for my second run felt like a lifetime when in reality, it may have only been an hour. I was a nervous wreck, stewing in my own negative thoughts. I tried to do anything to calm myself down and to instill any sort of self-confidence in that hour between first and second runs. But my mental tool belt was nowhere in sight. All 16 years of past competition experiences went out the window during this hour. All I knew in that moment is that I wanted to make the Olympic team so bad because if I didn't, I thought I would have failed myself, failed my family, failed my team, failed my community. And that 16 years of training and competing would just be thrown out the window. Before dropping into my second and final run, my coach and I exchanged words at the top and I did my best to clear my head and focus on what I had to accomplish in front of me, landing my second run. I dropped in and hit the first set of rails cleanly, and as I was riding up to the first jump switch to do a switch backside 540, going switch means I was going into the jump left foot forward instead of my normal way of riding, which is right foot forward. All I remember telling myself was, don't fall, don't fall don't fall. I'm sure you know what's coming. Of course I fell. 
My score of 87 points from the first run would not beat my teammate's score of 89. And that meant I was not going to the 2014 Winter Olympics. I missed the Olympics by a measly two points or one team spot. I will spare you the details of how those next few days went for me. I retired from competitive snowboarding in the spring of 2014 when the season ended. Frankly, I was mentally fried and just over it. All I could think about was how badly I failed. I had no idea how to rebound and what to do next with my life. An all too common transition, if that's what you want to call it, many athletes face when they retire from a sport they've done their entire life. Besides the support of my family, friends, and boyfriend, I had no tools to help me transition to the real world. I had no idea what I liked outside of snowboarding, let alone a career I could do for the rest of my life. I had no idea what my strengths were. Besides completing college through the chaos of my competitive career, I didn't have anything to put on a work resume that made me hireable. So I thought. After a few months of recovering from my failed attempt to make the Olympics, I was fortunate enough to land a part-time job at Lululemon in Aspen. Through my time at Lululemon, I discovered something called personal development, and that is when a light bulb went off inside my head. Since the age of eight, when I first began to train and compete, I had been enrolled in my own personal development course. Although I felt like I had no real-life career skills to offer yet, I realized that I had been developing an incredible foundation over 16 years of competing that could now guide me through the rest of my life and help me towards my future success. Over the past few years, I began to understand that my failure of not making the Olympics was the best thing that has ever happened to me. Now that I have had that experience and have come out on the other side better than I would have ever imagined, I feel like anything is possible. Shifting my perspective on my past experiences has allowed me to understand who I am at my very core and how I need to show up today to put my best foot forward. My new fascination of personal development led me to become a certified leadership and mindfulness coach where I had a brief stint of coaching other athletes to help them perform at their peak by developing a mindfulness practice. While I love that part of my life and use many of the tools I learned through my certification programs to this day in my personal life and business, my newly found love lays with the naturally competitive career of real estate. Because if there's anything I've learned throughout my life, I am always up for a good challenge and a competitor at heart. What I know about myself now is that I have a deep sense of curiosity. I'm someone who has an endless desire to learn and be better. I find other people's stories fascinating, and I'm always down to try on a new hat and push myself in a new way. Insert, now being a podcast host in addition to juggling a full-time career in real estate. I never thought my background as a professional snowboarder and the experiences that career led me to have were all that interesting because to me, that is just who I was and my identity for over half of my life. But what I have discovered is that being an athlete 
or involved in sports one way or another, whether that's in middle and high school, at the collegiate level, or at the professional level, allows you to develop very important life skills like dealing with adversity, coping with highs and lows, controlling fear and emotions, confidence, concentration, teamwork, setting goals, and having a greater vision for yourself. There are so many great benefits and lessons to be learned through sport. Whether you work a nine to five, are an entrepreneur, a real estate agent, an athlete, or you're thinking about starting your own business, my hope is that you will gain insightful knowledge by listening to my podcast to help you unlock your potential and stay up to date on relevant current events. You will hear conversations with experts in the fields, with everyone from decorated U.S. team coaches to certified financial planners, restaurateurs, other real estate professionals, athletes, interior designers, and many more. I can't wait to have you along for the ride. Please be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you know when new episodes drop each week and to help support my small podcast amongst a sea of giants. To connect with me, you can visit my website, jordycarlinski.com, or you can find me on Instagram at jordycarlinski. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked the episode and the show, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share it with friends. As a new podcast, this is the best way you can support the show. To see more about each episode or to connect with me, head on over to my Instagram page at Jordy Karlinski.